0: for Person Centered Care. My name is Ann Garten and I'm your host and I'm really excited today to welcome Sherwin Robinson. He is here to share with us uh, some great things that are happening in the community that he's leading. But first, I wanna take a moment and allow Sherwin to introduce himself.
1: Thank you, Ann. My name is Sherwin Robinson. I'm a Quad City native here in Davenport. Um, I have four sons, about 15 grandchildren. I am a barber in the local uh, community area. Um, and in short, I do a lot of things in the community to try to give back uh, to help out to make Quasi's a better place.
0: Excellent. Some people are going to sit and think Ann is interviewing a barber around person centered care. And I am so excited to share that, yes, people like yourself. Engage in PCC for so many reasons. Sometimes we don't realize we are, but I think you do. Uh, and uh, so I want to start with a little bit about what's happening in your barbershop and, and not only the what, but then we'll go into the why.
1: Sure. Uh, what's happening in the barbershop? We have medicine in the barbershop, and that's an uh, initi- initiative that I have started with uh, Unity Point Hospital. <clears throat> And that started because uh, I, I was kind of looking at my health and my father's health. And, and, you know, we know that men don't normally go to the hospital, and we, we try to tough it out. So I, I – and I knew that I had kids, and I have grandkids, and, and I didn't want to uh, go off the scene if I could prevent it uh, health-wise. So I – and first I want to say also, too, that medicine did begin in the barbershop back in the early 1400s. It did. So, so – so, uh, so, it's not something uncommon, but what we do in the hospital—I'm sorry, not the hospital, but in the barbershop—we have a little medicine, uh, medical station. Nothing, just medical information, I should say. And what we provide there is information on high blood pressure. Uh, we do a little bit of uh, taking blood pressures. We talk about diabetes. We talk about things that are are uh, affecting our our men in our community. So, when I started talking about those things, my 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 uh, customers they. They thought it was pretty interesting, and, and the more we begin to talk and share, uh, I thought to take it, uh, which uh, there was a young man by the name of Daniel uh, Joiner, which is now in Des Moines uh, with Unity Point, and we took it, and uh, it we thought it was just going to be just a c- couple conversations in the barbershop, but we do now focus groups, and I've held uh, some uh, blood drives with the uh, blood center, and we do uh, CPR trainings. And we'll be doing a little more coming in the upcoming year. So those are some of the things that we're doing right now, and I'm excited about it. We've got people talking about it, especially our men, and we're looking forward to what's coming up.
0: I love that. Uh, And I think what's important for readers to understand is that is bringing the health and human service information to where they're at. Right? right. It's scary to go to a place that you're not familiar with the folks that might not right. look like you or right. you don't feel like are a safe space, things of that nature. And what I know to be true, my brother is also a barkeep, is barbers and yes. barkeeps. Yes. They yes. hear it first. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and so um, and and what we're seeing in uh, a lot of cities, rural areas, what have you, are folks who understand that and are starting these social services in in those organizations you know sure. we recently connected you with uh, Elizabeth out in the rural community who is doing um, counseling services in the back of a fitness center right. and and is now looking at doing some other things in her community and uh, I think that's very powerful because again folks are able to get it in a safe space read it think about it but then what i love what you're doing is bringing the experts back in absolutely. so there's a place for them to also ask the questions absolutely right
1: yes right um so one of the things that we do uh we first of all we recognize that you know i've 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 known people to have problems uh ailments uh sicknesses and diseases that normally wouldn't talk about it or sometimes we feel like the physicians or doctors or care providers Uh, wouldn't give us the correct uh, treatment that we need. So now we're trying to open up that conversation with doctors or 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 healthcare providers to see what they can do for us and what we can offer them to what we're really going through so that we can get that correct information. Uh, So the uh, communication piece is very, very important. So now we're trying to get that involved a little more, uh, be more truthful, uh, more uh, uh, forthright with ourselves, number one. So that we can convey that to the doctors or healthcare providers, so that they will know exactly what to do, you know, to help us out. Right. So, sure.
0: And I, I also know from our conversations with your um, men's group that you're having, it, it mm-hmm. gave them a space to just have a conversation amongst themselves. We know guys don't do that Absolutely. very well, right? Absolutely. And it's uh, so important for them to have that space to, uh, to start the conversation, whether it's a comfortable one or not.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know, you know uh, every guy goes through something, right? You know, so so, but who do we talk to? You know, and and we, we go from talking about uh, reading books, having discussions, or we we'll talk about we can talk about sex, or we can talk about relationships. We can talk about wh- what our day is on the job, and we try to have a spiritual uh, piece as our component, main component. Whereas, you know, you can't go to church and say some of the things that you would like to say uh, to get some feedback and we hold each other accountable. So we, we kind of have a, like I said, a safe place where we can open up and, and share our deepest feelings because, you know, men do have feelings and we do have emotions and uh, we will always talk to, to, to put it on our shoulders and knock it off and, and keep moving. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a good, safe place to where you can go and share what's going on within your deepest parts of your your, your emotions or or your thoughts and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. And and nobody takes us outside the walls, you know. Right. But we do try to encourage other men to come and be a part of it.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of folks don't know that um, many cultures do these types of things. Absolutely. For instance, in Italy, they'll have men's cooking groups, sure. right? Sure. And 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 during that cooking day, they are doing exactly right. what you're doing. Absolutely. So you're giving them, uh, again, that place that's handy to, to go to. They know you. They know the folks that are in there Absolutely. and able to start opening up. Absolutely. That is, Extremely important for our mental health.
1: Absolutely, right? Yes, yes, yes. You know, and that's and that's glad you brought that up, man. Because you know, we don't talk about mental issues, uh, bipolar or depression and stress, where it's it's there all the time. And if you're not talking about it, these are silent killers: high blood pressure, uh, strokes, heart attacks. So it's 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 uh, a, a way of getting things out and acknowledging it. You know, and then if we can't find the proper help just by talking amongst one another it's okay to go talk to a therapist or a psychiatrist or a counselor to get that help because we have things going on on the inside i want to live longer and i want to be able to share with my kids or even a a stranger that hey it's okay to talk to somebody you're not crazy you're crazy if you don't do it right
0: Right. I think the other great piece about this uh, process or or programming is when you all don't know, you have started to connect with the community in such a way, you know, we run into each other at the public health department, right? Because you have reached out for those resources to be able to bring back into the barbershop.
1: Yes. Yes, we have, uh, we've had uh, Vera French personnel to come in. We've had people from Unity to come in. We've had people from uh, Amali Community Service to come in. I've, reached out to the back, I think, the open door over at the Friendly House amongst other groups, and we're looking to open it up to other groups to come in because uh, the outreach is, is a necessity, uh, and it's very important to know that, hey, you're not the only one that's going through something. And then we have focus groups in the barbershop that are very helpful. People come in, and, and we're sharing conversation. And, you know, the, the the one bright thing about it is that you know that you're not the only one going through something.
0: Right, indeed. So I understand you have some other projects happening yes. in the community as well, yes, one here at St. Ambrose Absolutely. happening. Absolutely. Love to hear a little bit more about
1: that. Sure. Well, we have uh, uh, African American Male Summit, uh, the second annual here at St. Ambrose, and, I'm, and I would like to be proud to say also that St. Ambrose is uh, is a, a, a partnership in the, this with us because they liked it so well that they're offering some things for us this year. Uh, one of the things I like about it, Lashane Sadler will be doing a, a little piece about what St. Ambrose is to him, and what I think another student will be talking about how they came aboard. But our our summit is going to be uh, African American Male Summit, and this year we will have the same three speakers: Alfred Coach Powell from uh, Dayton, Ohio. We have uh, Dr. DeLacy Davis coming from um, New Jersey, and then we have Dr. Akua coming from Georgia. And we will be talking about uh, real estate. We'll be talking about the judicial system, and we'll also be talking about financial literacy. And our main thing is to focus on our young youth uh, males and our our, our our older males, but it's open to both genders and all ethnic groups. So we're a- asking everybody who feel like they can come and get something out of it, which is most of us, to come out and join us because it, it, it was awesome last year that the three speakers themselves, they're anxious to come back and um, – all the participants that, that came in last year are going to come back, and, and as I said, Saint Ambrose has got a, a major hand in this. So, with looking to do some great promotions there, and to talk about the things to help develop the skills that's going to help our kids to to get gain a better lifestyle moving forward.
0: Right, and and pulling that back into person-centeredness, when you have that financial literacy, yes. it also gains you more momentum in your own health and wellness. Right.
1: Absolutely. You know, and, and and that's one of the things that speakers talk about. You know, when you don't have the financial support. It, it causes you to to stress out or cause you think to go out and commit some crimes uh and do things that you wouldn't normally do you know but to have a financial stability in in your lifestyle uh, is is major for decent living number one uh, like you said healthy living um, you can get Your own home, you can get your own necessities that that normally would cost you to go out to say, you know, um, (laughs) I would hate to say it, to do other things that's going to compensate you for uh, the money that you would otherwise get working.
0: Right. In 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 I teach the community health nursing uh, class and we even talked about this week if I'm working two jobs and I'm my health provider is telling right. me I'm obese and I have to work out, when do I get to work out? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So when we have those other pieces in our lives, yes. we're able to uh naturally become healthier because it gives us some more freedoms sure, around that. Sure.
1: And and see and and one thing about it is that you know it starts in the mind. And, and I'm glad to say that we have a young man, Stuart Scott, who works with the health department. Uh, he does a great job with uh, uh, presenting um, health and wellness in our in our group. Um, so, you know, you have to really know that to be healthy is to be able to go out and do the things that you can do. Otherwise, like you said, I, I, can, I can work all day long, but I can't work with a healthy mind, healthy body, if my body and my my mind isn't in the place to where I can do it and work. I guess an extended period of time,
0: right yeah. right? well, and it goes back, you know folks can go back and listen to our our podcast on weathering mm-hmm. uh, that we did uh, over um, about a year ago, I believe and and it, and when you have those stressors constantly, right. your body is weathered up against like just no different than the walls of a of um cliff Absolutely. and and then you become more stressed, and your health mm-hmm. declines, sure. so sure. I wonder if you could share a little bit. Uh, what you're hearing from the folks that are coming and uh, to these programs and especially in, in the barber shop because sure. it's also you know we can sit here and and preach all day that Absolutely. this is good stuff, right, Absolutely. but what are you hearing from the other side
1: well uh, what i'm hearing is it especially from the people that went last year uh they're excited to come back because you know as you're talking about health and wellness, you know I guess in in common sense tell you if you're not healthy, you know you can't do these things, but they relate it to. Um, health and wellness. if I'm not working or if I'm not in a, in a good environment or if I'm not around positive people. So so the way that they bring it, the way that they have uh, their message uh, coming forth, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting. So people are excited to see how they're going to do this one this year. Uh, some are telling other people, hey, you need to get there because these guys are awesome. And there are some people that, that knew some of the speakers before they even came to Iowa last year. And uh, so they're telling people, hey, I, I heard this, these guys in, in, in Chicago. I heard them in, in Rockford, Illinois, and that you need to come and see them because they're awesome speakers. So, people are really excited to come and see. Uh, you got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the young kids that that were here. Are excited to come back because one guy it was a Saturday last year, so he couldn't see himself at Saint Ambrose on a Saturday sitting and listen to people talk. But he couldn't wait to go home and tell. I had a judge tell me that the kid had great feedback on what it was like to be here. So we're excited to hear what people are saying and what people are anticipating when they come this year. So
0: excellent, glad to hear that. So I have one other question for you, and this goes back to your your social view for your barber shop. Sure cuz i think we're seeing more folks look at degrees with uh, in, within public health right and yeah, and understanding how these type of programs may make a difference right. what if you met someone on the street who wanted to do something similar what would be the things that you would want them to know uh going into this
1: sure um, I, I was just at Walgreens yesterday and I met a young lady, uh, and she's only 17 years old, and I was just asking what school she went to. She said she went to West High School, so of course I went to West High School. Yay, West. Uh, and, and she said that she was looking to be a dental hygienist. And so my, my, my advice to her was to hang around the people that you want to be around to get the experience or the education. I said you you don't want to be a a dental hygienist as you go talking to a mechanic. So and she and she was really enthused about it she, and she and she responded to me as though she already knew that. So my encouragement would be to anybody whatever profession you want to get into start hanging around especially if you're in junior high school, high school. You want to put yourself around those same people in the same environment, the one that you, you're thinking about getting into, because they're very informative. They're the ones that's going to lead you where you want to go. They're going to be your, your in most cases, they will be, uh, a a I guess, a chaperone or maybe a a, a, a motivator. So, so you want to be around the people that you're looking to, to be around, so th- they're going to be the ones that's going to get you there.
0: Excellent. I think the other piece we we had talked previously, and that uh, I heard loud and clear from our conversation, was you also hear from your. Your own peers and your own community, mm-hmm. right? You're right. hearing what they need, mm-hmm. and you're bringing what they need. It's not what absolutely. you think they need, absolutely. right? Uh, and I think that's that's uh, really important when we think about person-centeredness and and public health, social work, things of that nature. Is is really understanding that where the community is at, and and placing the programming in a way that's very reachable. Right.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and and, and my. My organization for As Was, we have the six components, and what I do, I don't just go get people to teach those things. I get the people who are professionals in those areas so that they have not only the understanding, but they have the experience. And they have the the uh, desire and the, the, the uh, I guess, when you, when you say to a person, you know, if you love your job, you don't. You're not working, right? Because you do it, you, you do it at will. So I so so my thing would be is is I'm going to get the people, or I'm, or I'm looking at the things that I was affected by, or I know that most of the community is affected by. So we so we try to get those people that very information that's going to help them as opposed to just lead them to stray.
0: Right. Right. And, and from what I've seen from the list of folks that you reach out to, there's a lot of lived experience amongst those folks as well, right? Absolutely. Which is very powerful. We we then are all walking in solidarity together to make a healthier community. Absolutely.
1: And we're all geared towards it and we're all looking for most of us are looking for the thing that's going to help us get to where we want to be. And health is the main important thing. So I'm just saying I'm excited about it. I thank you. You've been very good helpful for me. You've been very advisable to me and leading me to other people just like we're talking here. So so we, I think we're going in the right direction.
0: Excellent. Takes a village, my friend. Absolutely. Any closing words that you want to share?
1: Well, I just want to say to everybody out there, thank you for having me here. And and I want to say it's good to bring forth this information. It's healthy. It's, it's longer living. And come out to our uh, summit event on October 8th here at St. Ambrose. If you're out here listening, you would come and see it. You would love it. So if you, and if you want to, and more information, contact me at uh, 563-940-7468. Thank you.
0: Excellent. Thanks a million,
1: Sharon. You're welcome. Audio production for the Institute for Person-Centered Care podcast is provided by KALAFM Studios in Davenport, Iowa. The show is engineered by Dave Baker. It is produced by Ann Garten, Director of the Institute for Person-Centered Care and Nursing Faculty at St. Ambrose University.